Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. So as I shoot this, we are in November 2020 and Thanksgiving is coming up and uh, that's in America and that's if you celebrate Thanksgiving and it's 2020 so uh, COVID abounds and this year might be very different than other years. I totally get that. And you might still be um, planning a Thanksgiving celebration if you celebrate Thanksgiving with some folks or not, but um, you might be starting to think about how to handle Thanksgiving. And typically around this time of year, I put out a vlog called something like how to have a bright line eating Thanksgiving or your Thanksgiving plan or something like that. And I'm not gonna do that this year, um, in part because I did it in 2015, I did it in 2016, and I did it in 2018. So you can go Google those and find them and watch them if you want, because uh, I have uh, before this really clearly laid out all my best guidance for having a super bright, super gloriously joyful Thanksgiving without eating off your bright lines. And so the way to find those vlogs is you go to brightlineeating.com, the Brightline Eating website, and you click on the vlog tab. And there's a search bar right at the top and just type Thanksgiving into it and they'll come up. It'll be super easy. What I want to do in this vlog is totally different than that, uh, but it still relates to the holidays and it's a pretty edgy topic that I want to bring up. And it's, uh, if I may, I want to read something that someone sent me, um, a bright lifer sent me by private messenger thingy a uh, short while ago. And uh, I think you'll find it really interesting. So this bright lifer sent me a message. Um, she and I don't have uh, a frequently communicative relationship. She's someone that I know of in the community, but we're, we're not friends. We don't talk on the phone or anything like that. So this is kind of coming out of the blue. She says, Hey, Susan, I wanted to bring something to your attention in love. In your vlog, Sweet Surrender, from December of 2017, you mentioned that you ate through Thanksgiving, binging the day before, on Thanksgiving and a few days beyond that. I know that in the vlog that was released this week regarding Halloween, you mentioned that you haven't broken your bright lines on a single holiday for almost 20 years. I'm guessing maybe it's the mental blank spot around when we act out with food and looking back on it over time that we can sometimes forget what really happened. I'm certain you're not intentionally being untruthful. So I wanted to bring this to your attention. Please know my intention is looking out for you and our community, knowing how rigorously honest you are with us and encouraging us to do the same. This is being said with the utmost love and respect for you, believing that you would want someone to share this in love so you're able to move forward and come across in the honesty I know you try so hard to convey to all of us. Thank you again for all the encouragement and support you provide to each one of us. I will leave this in your hands, trusting you to do whatever you feel is best with all of this, sending you so much love and respect. 
And then she sent me a link to my own vlog from December of 2017. Whew, I read that. And you know what I thought when I read that was, I, I knew it. There was a niggling, vague feeling of like, have I really been bright every Thanksgiving or not? And when she sent that, it, it came clear. Not completely clear though, because check this out. I wrote back to her. I was very appreciative and grateful. I started off, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I said something like, um, it was just a quantities binge. I didn't eat sugar and flour. So maybe that's how my brain categorized it as not fully you know, because I didn't go all out. And she wrote back and she's like, no, 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 watch your vlog again. You talk about eating sugar and flour all day on Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh. So I went back and I read my five-year journal. Okay, I'm totally blushing. I read my five-year journal. I have a, I have a record of every day of my life for the last 10 years. I keep a five-year journal. And um, yeah, totally. I ate I binged on sugar, flour, and quantities all day on Thanksgiving Day in 2017. And I ate quantities over on 2018 on Thanksgiving Day. And I read that in my five-year journal. And somehow standing here in this very spot in my basement, what is that? Three years later from 2017, two years later from 2018, my mind had gotten itself, unbeknownst to me, just living my life. I mean, I wasn't really doing anything in particular about any of these memories. My mind got me to a state where I could look you in the eye and believing every word of it, tell you that I had never broken my bright lines on a holiday in my bright line eating journey, knowing that I've broken my bright lines all kinds of times, but just not on a holiday. How is that possible? Well, I'll tell you how it's possible. I have a human mind, a human brain, and I am, as you know, extremely susceptible to addiction. And that means that I have the psyche of an addict. In recovery or otherwise, I have the psyche of an addict. And what I know about myself as an addict is my mind prefers truthiness over truth really, really often. <laughs> and so I've developed the habit of inventory of like really double checking, triple checking to try to square myself up again with my best shot at reality. And I fail all the time. So I was totally inaccurate, flagrantly, blatantly, obviously inaccurate when I stood in this very spot about a month ago and told you that I'd never broken my bright lines on a major holiday. Um, I apologize for that. And the reason I think this matters and the reason I think it matters right now is that in my experience, my mind and the mind of many addicts that I have known my mind will amass a mountain of painting red flags white, bending the truth, 
and outright flagrant lies, omissions, denial, and deceit to get me to keep on a path where I'm believing that it makes sense to get just one more hit. Because it's just so much more comfortable than putting down that drug. And I don't know if you experience this sometimes. If like, let's say you're bright right now. Let's say you've lost a ton of weight in bright line eating and you're in a bright body and the people around you are going, oh, you look amazing. What have you done? And you say, oh, I don't eat sugar. I don't eat flour. And they go, oh, I could never do that. And you're looking at them and you're thinking, but you could. And really, you should, because the cost of continuing on the way you are is enormous, don't you see? But they don't see. They don't see, because their mind has also similarly amassed some version of their past where the consequences are relatively minimal, doesn't really matter, and continuing on this way makes perfect sense. Because this mountain of rubble or wreckage or, you know, health issues and joint pain and prescription drugs taken, you know, every morning, every night and on and on and on, right? All of that, it's sort of minimized. It's sort of, you know, tucked away with its excuses and its whatever. And, you know, the thought of like doing anything about it just seems kind of unnecessary. And certainly that no sugar, no flour thing, that sounds preposterous. Like who would need something like that? Isn't that extreme? And you're like, wait, didn't you have a triple bypass surgery last year? Was that not extreme? When they cracked open your ribs and, you know, put stents in your heart? Was that not extreme? Yeah, not to the mind that's already forgotten that not on any Vicodin anymore. It's all cleared up, doing just fine. Looking forward to Thanksgiving. I am so not healed and cured from that kind of self-deception as I now have a record (laughs) on tape for everyone to see. I am so not immune from that kind of warping covering up of the past, minimizing the harm. I haven't really inventoried in all like clear-headed honesty the harm that I think I did myself and our whole community by eating on and off from mid-2015 to I guess the last time I ate off plan was September 14th or September 13th, the day before of 2019. It was a long time of going in and in and out, on and off my bright lines. I was doing the best I can. I know that. I can't change the past. I know that. I'm glad that I was as honest about it as I could be. I know that. But it's sometimes hard as an addict. And, you know, you might not you might not like the the uh, term addict. You might not at all um, welcome that, embrace that, relate to that. I get it. I get it. And you know, one of the main things about 
food is that it's often the non-addict's drug of choice, right? Oh, I'm not an addict. My brother's an alcoholic, right? My uncle did drugs. He was an addict. I just like to bake for the family. You know, what do you mean I'm an addict, right? So it can be hard to even maybe think that everyone who's watching this vlog is going to even pause to deeply consider, could this apply to me? Could I be lying to myself as well? Quick sidebar, and then I'll let you get on with your um, holiday season. There's a line, a body of research by Elizabeth Loftus. She's the primary principal investigator on the line of research, but there's a ton of other memory researchers who are involved now on um, implanting false memories in people. So they do this work in the lab and they've figured out how to implant false memories in people. And um, funny enough, people walk away thinking that uh, they really experienced this thing that they never experienced. It's this whole protocol. It's fascinating. So they do this with college students. They invite them into the lab and they uh, recruit them on, I think they, they say that it's going to be a study on shared family narrative, shared family stories and experiences. And they get their college students permission to co contact their mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, right? And so from their mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, they get stories of unusual, true things that happened to said college student. You know, the time that they fell off the horse and broke their leg, the time that they got mono in sophomore year of high school, the time that they on and on and on. And what they do is they ask the college student about these memories and then they, they throw in a fake one. Like, and then that time that you were lost in the mall for, you know, hours and hours and hours and the police came and you were six or seven and the person's like, oh, I don't remember that. And then they throw it in the next time they talk with them and that time. And then after a few repetitions, the person starts to remember, oh yeah. And then the police came and right, my grandma had to come pick me up. Yeah. And then when the study's over, they say, by the way, they have to debrief to be ethical. They debrief and say, by the way, we made that one up. We, we implanted that memory in you. That actually never happened. And it's some stunning percent of people who reply, oh, it happened. I remember that. I know that happened. They say, no, no, no. We, <laughs> we implanted that in your mind. That is not something that happened to you. No, it did. I remember it. Okay. Hmm. And what's challenging is when there's parts of us that wants so desperately to just have it be okay to keep eating the foods that are killing us, shortening our life, making our days less numerous, more painful. There are parts of us that so want it to be okay. It is desperately important to those parts that they rearrange reality to make it fly. So I didn't mean to lie to you. I don't know. I guess the um, philosophers can decide whether I was lying since at the time that I said it, I didn't know that it was not true. But I certainly told you a whopper of a falsehood. And for that, I am officially correcting the record and apologizing. And I think it's good food for thought as we go into a holiday season where we all have to decide, how am I going to handle these holidays? What is the cost of the way I used to eat? What's the honest, true cost? 
if you feel like picking up a pen and a piece of paper and journaling on that for a little bit, it might be illuminating. What was the true cost of the way I used to eat? Or maybe the way I'm eating now. What is the true cost? And maybe that will be helpful as you go watch the other vlogs that I shot on how to have a bright line eating Thanksgiving. That's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.